I'm so ready. You're so ready. I... <laughs> so this week, I thought it was going to be fun to start doing a peak in a pit of our week because we are moms and we work and we have lives and crazy. Tara's married and, <laughs> you know, we don't get to spend all this time together during the week. So Sundays when we record our podcast are like our little catch-all. It's Sunday. like our girl time. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. we catch up on the podcast. We do. So you guys are actually hearing some of us, like some of this live, like we're sharing it with each other for the first time. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Which is a story that I'm dying to get into, <laughs> but we'll get into it in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I thought we could do like a peak and a pit, like a high and a low of our week. I love that idea. So, I think it's so great. I'm excited. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Okay. So let's do let's do the pits first. Okay. Let's get that out of the way. Um, I got a text from my ex husband with some like asinine parenting plan proposal because the parenting plan we have in place right now is a temporary for when we were RVing. And it expires in February, technically. And so we either have to come up with another plan that we agree on, or we go back to what's in the court order, which is basically sharing custody five days and two days a week, which we live in Utah, y'all, and he lives in Oregon. So that's not going to work. So so we have to come up full time. I don't necessarily want full time just because I think it's important that he does spend time with his dad. But the plan that his dad submitted to me was basically like six months on, three months off, three months on, six months off. So basically in my off year, I would only see Xavier for three months. That's insane. Which is fucking ridiculous and an absolute no-go. So I was like... Is he also homeschooled? Yes. So he does online schooling. Yep. So he does that where no matter where he is. Um, so he just does online school. At least school. that's a stressor that you don't necessarily, like, really have to focus <laughs> on. You don't have to worry about, like, transitioning him to a new school, making right. new friends. Right. Right. Whatever, whatever. But. So school is, like, his constant. You know, he just always has his online school. So that's nice. Um, which he's been doing since, like, fourth grade. So he was even doing that before we did, like, our RV life. So I got this email from his dad, and I was like, you can take... A long walk off a short blank. Because, <laughs> like, that shit ain't happening. Um, <laughs> and I came home and I told my husband, and he was like, oh, hell no. you got to be kidding me. Like, that's basically, in your off years, you don't see him for nine months. That's a long time. That's a really long time. That takes, nine months is exactly how long it takes to grow a human being. Right. Right. And it's a very long time. That's a bit, you know, pregnancy. Forever. Last Forever. Forever. I always joke when people are like, oh, that's such a cute picture of you. How, you know, how far along were you in that, pic- in, the, in your pregnancy in that picture? And I'm like, oh, about 500 weeks. Because <laughs> it feels like that, right? Yes. You feel like you've been pregnant for forever. So we're to elephants. miss him for nine months, like, I was like, you're stupid That's how long it took him to go from nothing <clears throat> to everything. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. So that was just kind of a crappy ending to a very long crazy week don't you love how guys will send you like crazy batshit stuff right before you have to see them because you're going right. to Oregon yeah for the holidays on Tuesday 
Right. So now it's just going to put this like little rain cloud all over your trip. Literally too, because we're going to Portland. But yeah, yeah, so that just kind of sucked. And I was kind of pissed off about that. So that ended up weakening kind of sour note. (laughs) But anyways, what about you? What was your pit this week? My pit was, so I am self-employed. Right. And my pit kind of has a silver lining. Oh, good. But the holidays are coming. People are out of town. People are saving money. So when you're in an industry like mine, um, whether it be like mortgage or investments or insurance like me, any kind of like financial nook and cranny is going to be a little slow this time of the year. And I had my most appointments. And if there's any other insurance broker listening to this, they are going to choke. But I, I typically do two to three appointments and I normally sell something. Sure. I normally put something in place, either one or two of those appointments. So I never have like a really busy day and it's not because I'm not busy. I just have a lot of other things to do. Sure. Um, but this week I put aside an entire day and I booked four appointments. Oh my gosh. Oh my That's gosh. That's a lot. For me, yeah. Yeah. There's other brokers out there who will do like 10 appointments a day. So I hope my boss isn't listening to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like I have a pretty good closing ratio and I think it's because I'm honest with the people that I meet with. Sure. Um, and I'm not like gimmicky. You sure. know, I'm not trying right. to like trick them into something. Right. I'm just like. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. Yeah. This is what you have. These are the gaps in your coverage that I'm seeing. Yep. This is what's going to fill those gaps. Do you want it or not? Right. And they're right. either yes or no. Right. Right. And then I walk out. Right. And it's like easy peasy. A lot of people make this job harder than what it needs to be. But I walked in to an appointment where there were already two other brokers. <gasps> Awkward. I was like the wedding crasher of insurance appointments. Oh my God. Like there was How a awkward. health guy and a life guy. Um, and they were literally in the middle of submitting their applications. And she's like, well, I just thought I'd get it all out of the way in one day. She's like, but I like what they have. And I'm like, are you sure? Right. Are you really comfortable with right. what you're signing up right. for right now? Right. I'm like, because I don't have a problem signing you up. And it was the most awkward no kidding. thing I've ever walked into in my life. No kidding. And, like, they just looked at me like, like, I'm not sharky. I'm, that's, sure. not, that's not my edge. Sure. You no. know? Like, I'm not the ultra-aggressive salesperson, you right. know? Like, I present people with their options, and they take them if they want them. Yeah. Um. But these two guys were, like, the pre-owned car salesman of insurance. Oh, yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Gross. And they were, like, I swear the younger guy growled at me. I don't Weird. Maybe I imagined it. <laughs> but that's how I felt. I felt like he was looking at me with his eyes like and growling at me. <laughs> I was like, get out of my appointment. This is my money. And uh, so, yeah. Weird. Freaking awkward. <clears throat> I've never 
super happened. awkward. So I like run out to the car and I call my boss and I'm like, guess what just fucking happened to me? <laughs> and he's like, what? You, you like, didn't you have like the most appointments you've ever booked in your life? My four appointments. And I was like, yeah, but guess what just happened to me? And I told him and he's like, that's weird. That's really weird. Never happened to him. <laughs> really? And like his dad, he was telling me like his dad was in insurance before, like before he finally got into it. Sure. Um, and he's like, I've never even heard of that. He's like, That's who does crazy. that? Who books? Seriously. All of like their insurance appointments at the same time on the same day. Weird. Super weird and awkward. Super I mean, come awkward. on. Super awkward. That's like going to the dentist and bringing a dentist with you. <gasps> yeah. Right? Yeah. You just don't do that. It's so weird. <laughs> and, so weird. Uh, and yeah, so that was weird. And that lady was a hoarder, so like, I, I really didn't mind leaving. Right. You're like, I'm I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to insure your 500 copies of the Salt Lake Tribune. even imagine? <laughs> oh my gosh. What a nightmare. But yeah. Th- that was, like, the weirdest thing. So now I'm like, okay, I'm like, next week, I don't really know how it's going to go because yeah. it's, like, everybody, like, nobody's home. Right. So I'm going to call, see if I can set appointments, and then basically just probably have to, like, take the rest of the week off. Yeah. And just do other things. Yeah. I have um, 25 days of recipes coming up. I'm so excited. Are you going to try some? Heck yeah, I'm going to try some. I'm going to try some too. Let me know which ones you're doing, and then I'm going to do Yes. (laughs) I love the idea. And I've got family coming for Christmas, so... they're coming here? Yeah. Have they ever been here before? Um, I'm not sure. Really? I think my parents probably have been. I don't think my... Well, that's a big child lie. My sister came. So my sister's um, soon-to-be ex-husband... Um, his parents live in Colorado, and every summer she sends her kiddos, my niece and nephew, to stay with them for, like, basically the whole month of August. Um, so they can get some really great one-on-one time with those grandparents. And so her, their older son lives kind of up in, I think, like, the Layton area. Okay. And so this is, like, halfway between Portland and Colorado. So they really meet nice. here do the pickup and I think the drop off. So we were already here nice. the end of August. Yeah. So it was like perfect. So she drove to Layton, picked up the kiddos, came down here. We had dinner. They stayed the night and then they got up and drove back to Portland the next day. So she's been here, but it was literally like a hot second. You know, what's driving me crazy is like you're, you have this whole like Western scattered family co-parenting whatever life happening here and yes. everyone is just figuring it out just flying by the seat of our fucking pants but michael is making it so difficult going through this whole custody thing so frustrating so if you guys haven't listened to i believe it's last, last week's week. podcast yeah um or two weeks ago because we are a week ahead uh, then make sure you go and listen to that. It is Divorce and Custody Battles. Um, my life right now. I just, I can't, I don't even, but he, I don't even have words for you, like, like, with what a douche he's being. When I moved to Elko, it took him months to talk me into doing that. And I was like, 
why is it so hard? Because he was like, if you stay in Ohio, I'm never going to see my kid. And I'm like, that's not my fault. No. Like, I dated a guy for a really long time who, unfortunately, has now passed away. But he used to go down to North Carolina and visit his dad, like, every summer and, like, spring break and I don't know, whatever. Like, all the big chunks of time that he would have yeah. off of school, basically. Yeah, like, he got to see him the exact same time <clears throat> as if he lived three minutes down the road and right. had him every other weekend. Right. And I'm just like, when we lived in Elko, he never really came by. We never really saw him. And he was literally, like, three minutes away. Now, we live 300 miles away. Yeah. And he's freaking up my ass with this lawyer bullshit. I just, I, all I can do is shake my head and roll my eyes. Like, I feel like my head's going to fall off my body with as much, like, head shaking and eye rolling as I do at this man. (laughs) Dude. And my bank account is feeling it because this is not cheap. I, no. I got oh, my first no. actual bill. So I've been like willingly like giving my lawyer checks. Sure. Sure. And this is also a pit. I have a few pits. I have a few armpits at this point. <laughs> um, I got my first ever actual invoice from my lawyer. Yeah. And I about threw up on my computer. Seriously. Seriously. Maybe it. Like, Utah needs to start getting, like, a lottery. So I can, like, <laughs> start scratching off those tickets. Start buying your tickets every week. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. That's, like, the thing that I'm really hoping that my oldest son and his dad and I can work out is, you know, if we can work it out between us, that would be great. But at this point, like, my husband is already so ticked with, like, all the other money that we've thrown at, like, this whole scenario that he's like no we're done like let's just take him to court let's get custody like we're done and I was like oh my god that's gonna cost so much money and like and being and being away right I don't know I don't know what the logistics are on that so if there's any family law attorneys out there who have any advice on like DM us yes on like Mm -hmm. across state custody and like he's 12 too right so I think that's you know, about we're getting the, there. the age where he can be, he can choose, right? Like, is right, that but 16, feel, 13, 12? So there's not actually, like, a legal age that they can, like, say. Mm. So it's basically whenever they have, like, enough wherewithal to have an opinion. Uh, like, in a, a, like a, a true opinion, not right. just, like... My mom's mean because she makes me do the dishes. I don't want to live with her. Right. But like a, a real, real opinion about it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it just, it's just all of it is just stupid and it sucks. But I don't know. Like, I don't so know, stressful. you know, with us in Utah and his dad in Oregon and the divorce is out of Oregon and, you know, everything is based out of Oregon. I don't know what pitfalls there could be around custody and fighting him on it. You know, a judge could just be like, hey, listen, he lives here. His life is here. He stays with his dad, which would be devastating. They're typically more pro-mother. Right. Like, kids need right. their mother. And, like, that's what my lawyers... Because I've been really just nervous because my poor <clears throat> little bank account is, like, oh, withering God. away. Seriously. And Milo's dad makes, like, oh, well over six figures a year. And he's been, like, nicking away using his financial situation against me like he got me that car as a gift and he took it back right which obviously I used my car to get to work and to support you and my love right so like that has been a hindrance and he made us move to Salt Lake which is 
much more expensive than where we were living in Nevada. Right. So it's just like between lawyers and everything else. And he's kind of like withholding child support and he's not paying for Milo's daycare. Oh my gosh. So like, not only do I have no car, Mike, Mike has been letting me use his car. Sure. But it's, um, so I took Milo to get his very first haircut and we went to, it's so cute. It's so cute. Uh, I have a highlight of it on my Instagram. So if you guys want to see how well that went, uh, <laughs> go ahead and see my highlight on Instagram. We were walking out of the haircutting place for kids. Super cute. And I see this fans store. Yes. I'm like, oh, Mike is a fan. Yeah. He loves sports. He played yeah. professional baseball. He's yeah. a coach. Like, he's yeah. sporty. He's like Sporty Spice. Yes, he is. He is. I've seen Mike. He is legit Sporty Spice. He's so Sporty Spice. So I walk in, and um, it's like a store, and it's just like full of hats. Yep. And I'm like, okay, this like should not be called fans. It should be called Mike. Right. Um, (laughs) Because totally him. Everything in that store is like the perfect gift. Yes. And they were having a buy one, get one holiday sale. So you buy Hello. one, get one half off. So I got him two hats. I got him this really fancy hat, and I got him a Utah Utes hat. Cool. Um, so anybody, if you want to, if you have a fans near you, yeah, <laughs> they're having a holiday the bogo sale right now. Yeah, so now I got him time. two hats for his birthday. That's rad. Um, but yeah, like he's been letting me use his car, which is great. But like I also feel guilty because really? I'm like I put a lot of miles on my car with what I do. Sure. Sure. And I'm just like, oh my God. Right. So I just like. But here's the thing that you have to remind yourself of. And I think this is like another show topic that we need to like jot down and remember is like that mom guilt, the like mom woman guilt. Yes. So here's the deal. He knows what you do for a living. He knows that you drive a lot. He knows that you have a lot of places to get to and that you put a lot of miles on the road. He wouldn't have lended you his car if he didn't know that. Right. So the the story in your head of like, oh, I feel bad, blah, blah, blah. Sure, feel bad. That I mean, empathy is good and, you know, but don't, like, beat yourself <laughs> up over it. Because <laughs> he wouldn't have let you use it if he didn't know what he yeah. was getting into, right? I'm just, like, amazed. Like, every time you tell me, like, these co-parenting, like, living, moving, relocating, like, situations, you and your family, you just work it out. You just... <laughs> Live your life, and you figure it out the best way possible. Just do the best we can. And that has been, like, the biggest struggle for me it's is because hard. Michael is like, no, I want to see Milo whenever I feel like it. Because, like, he like the last time he was at my house, the words, I want to see Milo on my terms, came out of his mouth, and I threw a pillow at his face. And I'm just, he just works, wants bro. to see Milo whenever he feels like it. And he wants to have us here just in case he feels like it. Right. <sighs> Sorry. No. Answer is no. I'm like looking outside and it's like the smoggiest day today. And I'm like, ugh. And it's cold too. It's cold. It's and if I cold. wanted to live in a green bubble of like freaking Ghostbusters smog, I would live in California. I was going to say, go to L.A. This is right. terrible. But no. Okay. Anyway, okay. let's do peaks. Okay, so you do your peak first because mine's kind of long. <laughs> it's is, crazy. Is that story a peak? 
Is it? Is it, it positive? Is. It totally is. Oh, I'm so it totally excited. Is. It totally is. It's okay. so crazy. She tormented me this week, <laughs> just like I tormented her two weeks ago by With sending the her car deal. My car was stolen. Can you come to my house? I was like, what? <laughs> what? Didn't what? say anything after and she that. She didn't tell me anything, and so I had to find out about it on the podcast. And now she has some juicy, juicy news. Sure do. And she's been holding it tight. So, yeah. My... I'm not pregnant, by the way. No. <laughs> me either. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. I would have already thrown myself off the roof of the house if I was. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just, like, I was a little nervous there for a minute because I have PCOS. And I have an app on my phone that is supposed to, it's like, it's called Flow. And it's one of the I only have apps. One. Really? Yes. I love it. Yes. And it's one of the only apps that can catch patterns. So when you have PCOS, you're not just like this irregular freak. There's always a pattern. Sure. So like sure. one month it could be 30, one month it could be 28, you know, whatever your cycle is. And it's supposed to catch on to those patterns. So it's like a smart app. Yeah, it's like a smart app. I That's love awesome. it. So if you have it, and if you have it too, yeah. um, you really have to be like due diligent about adding in like symptoms and logging in things and whatever. And like obviously I'm not the best at it. But it's supposed to take anywhere between six to nine months to catch a pattern. Okay. And mine's like not there yet. Right. Um, because I used it, I switched it over to pregnancy mode when I had Milo. Sure. Um, and then I was breastfeeding, so sure. I didn't even need to use sure. it for like 10 months. Right. Um, which was incredible. Best ever. And then Milo stopped breastfeeding, and then all oh, the joys Slow of returns. being a woman. Slow <laughs> returns. Came crashing into my Jeez. life. So, um, and then I just didn't log it for a while. But now I'm like using it and trying to be accurate. But it was like, oh, you were supposed to start your period four days ago. And I was like waiting and waiting and waiting, and I'm like, shoot me in the fucking face! <laughs> I cannot handle. Like, I do not want to go to custody court. Pregnant. Pregnant. Right. Like, how white trash Jerry Springer, Maury Povich is that? <laughs> no offense to anybody out there. Right. Just saying. That's just your own personal opinion of your own situation. I, like, yeah. I've always had a timeline in my life. I've always had this, like, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to have a career. I wanted to buy an apartment in the city. I wanted to meet a nice man. Right. I wanted to have a nice wedding, have a pretty ring, maybe get a dog, move out of the city to the suburb, buy a house, have a baby, die. Done. <laughs> I'm already exhausted for you. <laughs> that is how my life was supposed to go, and that's not what it's doing. So no. I was like freaking out, but it's good. Good. Yeah. I, so I got mine too because, like, I'm so I'm 41. Maybe I was just waiting for you. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so I'm 41, and I've already noticed that my cycle has already kind of started to to change a little bit over the last maybe like three years. Um, so, and, and granted, okay, so like, let's do the math, right? So Corbin's four and a half, 41. Um, so I'm already like, I'm just barely getting through this parenting thing. And I'm already like on the verge of like <laughs> my body shutting down on me. So 
Um, but over the last, I would say maybe more like two years, I've noticed it kind of started to change, but we were, you know, we had a lot going on. We were RVing and we were traveling a lot and stress and things like that. But I was like, I don't feel like I had one last month. Like I just kind of like lost track a couple of times. And granted, <laughs> I'm not like anywhere near getting pregnant because my husband got the whole nipperoo. Like, I think Corbin was like six milk months old. Man. Hashtag <laughs> right. milkman. No. <laughs> just kidding. Talking There's about no Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I was like, what is going on? And so then I, so I got it to kind of start tracking it to see, because I knew it could like pick up on the like schedule, or not schedule, but, um, patterns yeah. and things like that. So it's incredible. Not so I'm hoping, no, not, but hello, hello, if you're out there, um, email us so <laughs> but it's pretty cool because now I'm, I'm like I feel like I can try to get like a better handle on like as my body is changing and things like that kind of what to expect and watch it kind of try to you know start to drop off which has been the sign of like all the other changes which and you can upgrade good for a dollar 99 right which is like, like nothing the menopause app that's apparently what I'm gonna need you're so lucky. I'm so old. I told Mike, I was like, I am trying to not, like, steer too far away from my timeline. Right. I was like, so if I'm ever having another kid, I told him by the time I'm 30, because I just turned 29. Right. Um, if I'm not pregnant or have another kid by the time I'm 30, I'm getting my tooth tied. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 30's not old. And it's I was not. like... Yeah, but, like, I hear all these things about, like, after 30, you have, like, higher risks of, like, complicated pregnancy and, um, like, I development say, issues and stuff. I would say even, I would say even later, though. Like, really? Like, 35, 36, maybe. So, I already have, still I have to get have my blood like, taken. I have, I have O negative blood. Right, which is so rare. I, yeah, pain in the ass. Um, so, they constantly tested me for RH. Sure. So, throughout my entire pregnancy, I looked like a heroin junkie. Sure. Because um, they take blood and test it every single week. Then, I also have PCOS. Right. And I also have a tilted, an acutely tilted uterus, which does not, it's not cute. Right. It's right. odd. Right. Um, but I guess the doctor also said that that changes every time like sometimes you could get pregnant and your like your uterus will just stay there or it'll like form with the baby i don't know there's Our bodies a, are freaking magical it's bizarre. and also terrible all at the same time super weird um but yeah so i'm just like oh my god and like pregnancy fucking sucks yeah it's honestly no between my two so i had xavier i was i got pregnant when i was 20 and he was born just before I turned 29 and then Corbin I got pregnant when I was 35 and delivered at 36 that pregnancy the what is also again air quotes geriatric that's a geriatric pregnancy by the way oh my god yeah they, they use that term <laughs> um it's so awful <laughs> what an asshole yeah it's a, it's a thing that's what they call it my mom yeah. Uh-huh. Geriatric pregnancy. So shout out to all my geriatric moms out there. So <laughs> um it just makes me think of like a nursing home seriously. filled with a bunch of pregnant women. Right? Like, did you play shuffleboard during your pregnancy? I, I should have. 
got a walker and shuffled around my house in some slippers and a moo-moo. You know what I really want? I want one of those, um, what are they called? Like the hub-arounds? The, the power wheelchair that can do a full 360. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. The, it, like, in stationary yeah. position. Yes. Yeah. I okay. My grandmother had a friend. Yeah. Whose name was Judy. Um, she's not listening because she um, was 100 years old when I was, like, born. But um, <laughs> she was, she, like, she always had, like, the top of the top of the line, like, power wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, my dude. Like, yeah. She would give us, like, the kids. Like the yeah. old ones. Yeah. And we would play with them. What? And we would have like sidewalk races, like in front of her house. That's amazing. <laughs> that would be fun. That'd be super fun. But no, I didn't have a wheelchair, but I should have. But honestly, though, like that pregnancy, I felt my best. Really? I did. I honestly did. Like, I just felt like I felt like I had my shit together a little bit more just in life in general. I mean, not, yeah. I mean, again, take, a, take away the fact that I had only been living with. Joe for like a month when I found out I was pregnant and we weren't married and I was going through a divorce and raising a kid and my life was kind of a shambles. But you know, you had your shit together. But I had my shit together as much as anybody as much as you can have their shit together as much as you can in this world today. Um, but I just felt better. I just <laughs> felt better. Like I felt like, um, like I kind of knew what I was doing a little bit more. I kind of knew what to expect. Like those first time mom pregnancy jitters weren't there. Like I. It just, it, I don't know. I, I feel like at this point, I'm kind of an advocate for like a later pregnancy. Yeah. Um, just See, because it like it's freaks like, me out. No, no way. Uh-uh. No. It's awesome. I mean, we did all of the, I mean, we did all of the extra testing because you do have increased chances of things like that. But I was like, I'm a healthy person. You know, I don't smoke. I mean, right. I drink, but I don't smoke. Um, I exercise, I eat as well as I can. I, you know, I live a pretty healthy lifestyle, so I wasn't really too worried about it. And I know like you can't change that, you know, your DNA or whatever, um, just with things like that. But I just felt like I wasn't worried about it. I just, See, I my just mom wasn't, had but my husband's a worried So he was super worried about it. I think the fact that I spent probably five hours a week in my OB's office, getting tested. Right. I probably just read way too many pamphlets. Oh, for sure. <laughs> because read Mike has way now, too much propaganda. Mike has now talked me into um, having a 32-year-old cutoff. Fair. Because his friend Pam, Fair. who is, like, incredibly gorgeous, by the way. Um, Pam. She's, like, smoking hot. Yeah. Um, her husband, Joe... So, like, lucky. Um, but she just had a baby. Cutest baby ever. Um, and she's 32, he said. Yeah. And I did not expect yeah. her to be 32. I thought she yeah. was going to be younger than me. Yeah. And he thought that was hilarious because he's like, you think Joe's a creeper? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no. I just and didn't so think, what if he is? I just didn't think she was at all. <laughs> so, did I tell you that Mike's mom thought I was, like, 22? No, well, because you're adorable and she, you look really young. So she, we were sitting there at are. his sister's house one time, and she was talking about how she was going to go to uh, Colorado on this work trip. She went to Denver, I think. And they were going to go out to eat. Everybody at her work was going to go, like, out to eat at this, like, fancy, 
place that have all the like they have all these like creative cocktails and whatever, but Fun. like dry ice and like what? all kinds of crazy stuff. So she was like rambling off this list of all of these cocktails that she wanted to try. Yeah. And they they sounded deliciously out of control. Yes. Um, I think there was one of them that was, like, served with, like, a piece of fried chicken or something. Like, weird, weird creative mixology-style cocktails. She was super excited about it. And I brought up the fact that me and my girlfriends used to get together at TGI Fridays for happy hour. And we would get, um, cocktails and half-off, um, appetizers, because they don't have a happy hour here in Utah. So I was like... There's some places that do. It's illegal. Really? Yeah, they can't have happy hour. They can have happy hour, and they can do, like, half-priced appetizers, but it cannot include alcohol. Well, maybe that's what they mean. Um, yeah. I've seen so, like, hour. we would go to TGI Fridays, and I used to get this thing called a Purple People Eater, and it was, like, a martini that was pink, and it was served with, like, a, like, purple piece of cotton candy. You can only have one, because if you have two, you'll throw up. Oh, yeah, or, that's like, way too much sugar. instant diabetes. Yeah. But it was so good. And Mike's mom looks over at me, and she's like, I don't even know how you got served there. You're not even old enough to drink that stuff. And I was like, I thought it was weird. And I was like, <laughs> just I, like, okay. But I am. Okay. And I, like, thought it was weird, but I'm like, whatever. And I, like, completely forgot about it. It didn't, like, bring it up again. Yeah. Whatever. And then we were out somewhere. I forget where. We were, I think we were, like, out to dinner. Or, like, maybe it was, like, at their house. We were sitting at the kitchen table or something. But um, I think we are talking about the podcast. And she was like, I just have to ask. How old are you? And this is Mike's mom. This is Mike's mom. And she's okay. hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I just turned 29 and she's like, no way. <laughs> she's like, cause I think it was like right around the time of my birthday maybe. And, but anyway, like Mike was like, yeah, mom. Like I'm not a creeper. Like, I'm, yeah. Like I'm not a creeper. <laughs> yeah. She's 29. What? Like, <laughs> I think hilarious. we were out somewhere cause we drove back and we were talking about it in the car. But, um, yeah, my memory is, like, shot to hell. Hello, Alzheimer's. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, we were talking about it in the car, and he's like, oh, she must have, like, she probably still thinks, like, I'm 22. Right. You know, and right. he's 36 today. Right. So, it's like, it was so funny. Oh, we were at Old People Lunch. Old People Lunch. <laughs> so, like, they go out to lunch every week on Fridays at 2. And yes. It's, and it's like old people. Yes, lunch. like it, early bird hour. Yeah. And they, that's what it's called. That's awesome. Um, or they call it, they're like, it's like his dad and his mom and like yeah. all of their cousins and whatever. But yeah, she was like, I just have to ask, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm lady, I'm pushing 30. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm old enough. Right. And she's like, no way, no way. And I'm like, that's so flattering. But it really like, is. What a creeper your son would be <laughs> right. if he was like dating some hooking up with a twenty-one-year-old. Like, yeah, like some chick that's like not even old enough to drink while he's right. been well out of college. Right. You know. That's hilarious. Like, oh my god, that's funny. That's but awesome. <laughs> yeah, my peak is I took Milo to get his very first 
haircut and ever. And it's so cute. And I, he's two, and I'm sure, like, other kids have had haircuts by now. But Milo, it, he, I wanted to hold on to his hair as long as possible. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Just because he doesn't really have a lot. That's, like, the one thing he didn't get from me because my hair is out of control. But his is, like, thin. He already has this, like, receding hairline that he gets from his dad. It's <laughs> just not all in yet. And I'm sure he'll be fine. I hope. I'm keeping <laughs> my fingers crossed. But, yeah, um, it's on my Instagram highlights. It's so cute. So that was bittersweet. Yes. I can't believe... My little infant baby is old enough to get a haircut. Right. And, well, obviously he's not an infant baby anymore, which right. is crazy, but. Right. It goes by so fast. So cute. Yeah. I, like, died a little inside, but. I, I was hoping that I was going to leave there being, like, super proud of him. Right. But. And so do you need a drink afterwards? I, I almost. Yes. I feel like those hair salons, if they're going to be cutting on, like, your kiddo's hair, and they know, like, they've got to know that, oh. like, 80% of the kids come in there are going to be freaking the fuck out. Oh, right? she do. They should have. She was have... wrestling him. Oh, yeah. And they're so good. Like, they yeah. have, like, patience of joke, because I couldn't do that. Hell, it's but it, I... by the way also think they should have, like, a little mini mom bar <laughs> in the salon <laughs> so you can get, like... Like a shot just to take the edge off or like you know how you walk you know, like into a little like, cocktail so that you can like down a drink before you have to like yeah listen to your kids scream like a banshee to get his hair cut <laughs> you know how like you walk into like a fancy salon and they give you like a champagne yes. with like raspberry in yes. it yes um that's what they need yeah. at the kids salons fancy adult salons and cookie cutters for kids yes <laughs> that's yes. where they need it the most absolutely I 100% agree. So if anybody out there owns a kid's hair salon, get on that. Because I'll be there yeah. waiting. Not here. No. Because special. Okay. But yeah, what was... Okay, I'm dying. Are you dying. ready? I'm, Are you ready? <laughs> let, me, let, me, uh, <laughs> let me take a, a, a deep breath. Yes. <sighs> Maybe one more. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay. All right. So my peak of the week oh my God. was, it actually happened on Monday, so it just started off my week with a bang. Um, so I I don't even want to spill the beans. I want to give like a little preemptive story. So usually when my dad calls me, it's my birthday or a holiday or something like that, like Mother's Day or I don't know. I don't those are probably the two, those are probably the two days that he calls me unless I'm like not home for a holiday, right? So the last two times that my father called me out of the blue for no reason was when my mom had her heart attack and then when my mom had her stroke. My mom's fine, by the <laughs> way. So everybody listening, my mom's perfectly fine. She's well and good and honorary as ever. I love her. Awesome. I love her so much. Um so he, I answer the phone. So I'm like running to my desk. It's like five o'clock on Friday. I'm still at work, of course. And um, I'm like, I miss his call. So I call him back and I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, hey, how's it going? I was like, good. Is everything okay? He's like, everything's fine. I just wanted to call you and talk to you. Do you have a minute? I was like, sure. I'm just kind of wrapping up my day at work. Like, what's going on? And little did I know, it probably would have been better for me to like exit the building at this point. Um 
So he launches into this story about having been contacted by somebody on Ancestry because they believed that they were related to my dad. And like Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com. Yeah. So okay. you can go on and like if you like have your profile and you have enough information up there, you kind of get these little leaves that show up that like give you clues or hints that you might be related to somebody and you can kind of like build out your family tree. It's kind of cool. So um he gets contacted by this person and they're like, we think we might be related. You know, would you be interested in finding out how we might be related? And he's like, sure. And they're like, cool. Like, would you be open to doing like a DNA test? Oh my God. And my dad, of course, is like, sure. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> cause I love my dad. Because I really why not do. Give a stranger a mouth swab. Thank you. So, my dad, I love him. I do. I really do. But he he lived a really, um, he lived the 60s and the 70s and most of the 80s and probably the majority of the 90s to its fullest. All right. So, he's not, he's, 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 he's your stereotypical burnt out hippie dude. All right. Let's just say that. Love it. So, he's love like, that. Sure. That sounds great. So he does this DNA test <laughs> and submits it. And it comes back that this person, whose name is Heidi Leach, she lives in Washington, D.C. Nancy. And she is my half sister. Shut up. She is my half sister. So, Wait, what decade was she born? <laughs> she was born in 1966. All right. Which is 11 years. <laughs> Uh, older than me, um, and then of course my sister Lindsay. So Lindsay and I are four years apart. And I'm the oldest, and then now we have our half sister Heidi. Are you gonna meet her? I'm totally gonna meet her. <gasps> have so you talked to her? I have talked to her. <laughs> what is so, she like? What does she she's do? She's so cool. She's what? so cool. She's so cool. She's so nice, and I'm so excited. So I want to know like so everything like, about right. her. So he launches into the story, and of course he's like so like dude about it right he's like oh, i don't even remember of course like, you don't I'm like dad don't be a douche come on like just at this point own up to it right yeah. like don't try to like play it off so anyways i'm kind of in like ultimate shock mode at that point i still can't get over the fact that he just gave a complete stranger a mouse swap yeah but again <laughs> this is my dad i'm not i'm not surprised because that's like what what my dad does it's just weird things like that so, i feel like a guy, I, like, the way I'm picturing your dad, I can't even, like, call him dad. I gotta call him, like... Everybody calls him Jim Buck. Yes! That's his name. That's what everybody calls Papa him. Papa Jim Buck. He is... He is Jim Buck. <laughs> and that is, like, literally my friends from high school, they're like, how's Jim Buck? And I'm like, he's fine. Like, they don't even say, like, how's your dad? <laughs> they're just like, how's Jim Buck? And I'm like, he's... <laughs> He's as Jim as ever. Thanks, guys. <laughs> My sister, when she listens I'm to this, so is going to die. I'm <laughs> envious of, of your life right now. I, it's so I crazy. Can't, I can't even get so, over that. Um, so, like, I'm, like, I am, like, I'm in, like, shock mode. Like, So why was she searching mode. for this now? Like, is her so, mom okay? So, like, yeah, so, I'll get into that. So, I get off the phone with my dad and I'm like kind of wandering around my office, like, 
like I don't know where I am because I'm literally like in such shock of like this phone call. And you don't know who has like a little stash of scotch in their desk drawer. Oh, I totally do. <laughs> and so, like, so my coworkers who are like my life and my family right now, they like literally were like, "Are you okay? Like, what's going on?" And all of a sudden, like, this emotion kind of, like, bubbled up, and I kind of start crying, and I was like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm just like, they're like, whoa, whoa, like, what's, and I was like, I I don't know. I don't even know what's happening right now. Like, it was so weird. It was so bizarre. And um, so I tell them what's happening, and they're like, holy shit, this is crazy. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah. I was like, I got to I got to find my car, and I need to go home. (laughs) And I need to call my sister. What does she think about all this? She's kind of the same way. So she found out on Friday. So before you. Yes. My dad was like, don't say anything to your sister yet. Like, I'm going to tell her, like, this weekend, right? So the weekend comes and goes. Phil hasn't told me. And my mom told me that she told my dad. She was like, (laughs) if you don't tell the girls by Thanksgiving, I'm telling them. I'll have made them right, right? there. Yeah, because she's like, well, you're not going to have the girls come for Thanksgiving and have this, like, big, like, heavy news just, like, hanging out there. What right? an elephant. Right. What a giant Seriously. Blue like, at, elephant. at the Thanksgiving table, right? So, so my dad, like, mans up and he calls us and he tells us, which is probably one of, like, the most adult things he's ever done. <laughs> so, um, so. That's okay. He, uh, yeah, so. I we have a house there, and I was are like, "Are you friends is, on Facebook?" We are now. That's official. Yeah, we are now. So I come home and I'm still just like in crazy shock mode. Joe is like, "Eat some dinner, like work to your mouth." Like <laughs> I literally was like, "I don't even know like what to do," and so I go to bed, and I wake up the next morning and I'm like, "I need to talk to my mom about this." So I call my mom on my way to work. Yeah, what does she think about all? She's of this? like, "This is so exciting for you and Lindsay, right?" What my mom is so rad. She's so rad. So what a she's just like I positive, don't... bright, sunshiny way to look at it. Because she, it was before she, her and my dad met. Oh, really? So it's not like okay. it's an affair deal, right? Um, she's like this. She's this isn't my thing. This isn't a thing to me. You, you know, know what I really am hoping <laughs> that Heidi is like? Have you ever seen the show Scandal? No. I am in love. With the girl in that show, and she loves one. You okay. should see. It. I cannot believe you haven't seen Scandal. You have to watch it. Okay. So, um, she. So yeah. So my mom is just like you know. Aside from you and Lindsay being like supported through this and like okay with all of this, you know that's that's as your mother. Like that's what I. I that's my only connection to this whole thing is to make sure that you girls are okay through all this. Like what, however this all works out and what happens. Other than that, like, I don't have any skin in me, essentially. What a great time of the year to have something to do this, too. <laughs> right? And so, um, when I was on the phone with my dad, he's like, she doesn't want anything, she doesn't need anything. And I was like, okay, well, financially, sure. But, I mean, she's obviously reaching out for a reason. She obviously wants to know who her biological father is. And yeah, she has to have to some know. kind of question. Sure. And, you know, and it's not like we've got, like, a buck heister family billion dollar bank account sitting around that people are like knocking down our door to get a piece of. So uh, I got to hear the story about your dad and this like other woman 
Yeah. Like, did they, like, meet one summer at Woodstock? No. Like, you what wish, is the you deal? wish it was so cool like that, right? No. So, it was in Grand Junction, Colorado, which is where he went to college. He was 21. And she was in high school. And they fully just had, like, a one-night a one night fling. Really? Yep. She got pregnant. Never told him. He had no idea. He had no idea that this was even a possibility. She got pregnant. And... Um, delivered Heidi and then Heidi was adopted by her wonderful, beautiful, amazing adoptive family, which raised her. And she actually only grew up like 30 miles from me and Lindsay. Shut up. Yeah. In Colorado. So, um, so I'm talking to my mom and she was just like, yeah, I was like, and she was like, she's super lovely. I've talked to her on the phone and we've exchanged a couple text messages and she totally wants to meet you and Lindsay. You guys could have seen each other. And never even know. Half a dozen times. Never even know, right? Wow. So, like, Small this other, word. like, rise of emotion kind of comes up that I was like, oh, my God, she wants to meet us. Like, this is, like, uh, this is real. She coming This is really skating? happening. Oh, God, no. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> We're not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, oh, my God. Like, she wants to meet us. Like, she wants to know us. Like, she wants to have a relationship with us. And I think that hit me the hardest. Because my boys are technically half brothers. Yeah. Um, so Xavier's from my previous marriage. Joe is, or Corbin's from my marriage to Joe. And they've never been raised to even know what that means. Right. Right. They don't know what half brother means. They just know that they're brothers. They know that they have different dads, but they're brothers. And they have this fantastic relationship and a bond. And just knowing and seeing where that's going to go throughout their adult life. Like, I think that's what hit me the most. So I was like, oh, my God, I have that. And then I got, and then I missed out on it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that kind of caused some of the emotion around it. Um, so I texted my mom later that night, and I was like, hey, I know you have Heidi's number. Can I get it? I think I want to text her. And she's like, sure, sure, here it is, and I'll give her a heads up. I was like, no, 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 it's like midnight on the <laughs> East Coast right now. So, like, don't bug her. Um, I'll do it tomorrow. And this was on Wednesday. And so I texted my mom. I was like, okay, just whenever you're ready, just let her know. I'm going to reach out to her today. And she was like, okay. And and so I texted her and I was just like, it, it took me like an hour to write it because I would write something and then I would delete it. And then I would like just stare at a blank text screen. And yeah, then like, I just, say? exactly. Right. Like, and you only have like, a text can only be so big. Exactly. So what do you say, like... So, I basically no. said just that. What's I was up? like... <laughs> I basically said just that. I was like, so I've written this and rewritten it and deleted it and stared at a blank screen for, like, an hour because there's no rules or handbook on how this works and what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to say. Yeah. So, hi. Like, that's hi. literally what my text said. <laughs> and I, I would um, put, like, yo with, like, a sunglass emoji. Right. <laughs> so we exchanged a couple texts throughout the day and I was like, I can't even imagine what your journey has been like um, through all of this. And she was like, well, let's chat. If you want to know, like, let's chat about it. And I was like, okay. She's like, how about tonight? And I was like, oh God. Okay. <laughs> it's like online dating basically. Yeah. Um, so we did, we got on the phone on Wednesday night and we talked for like an hour and a half. And she's so lovely, and she's so nice, and she's so cool. And I literally can't wait to meet her in person. But um, 
So she was adopted um, when she was 20 or so uh, in her 20s. She kind of started to wonder like who her birth parents were, which I think is fairly normal, normal yeah. for people who are adopted. I have a lot of friends who are adopted, um, ironically, and this is kind of like a normal thing from at least what I've seen um, is that they get kind of curious. Oh, um, sure. But I think that's just And especially, nature. like, in your 20s, too, right? You're like, who am I? Like, uh, yeah. why am I the way I am? You're and, curious about everything in your 20s. Yes. So she um, connected with someone else in her adoptive family who had also been adopted and kind of helped her walk through the process in Colorado. And So did she find her mom? So she was able to get a hold of her birth records, um, found her birth mom, reached out to her birth mom and was like, you know, hi, I'm Heidi and I'm your daughter. And she was like, obviously, I, yeah, I know. Right? I birthed you. Um, but she, yeah, not like in my dad's case where he's like, what? Um, but uh, <clears throat> so she goes and meets this woman. Her name is Kay. And she has uh, three other children. She's been married four other times, or four times. Um, so she has two half brothers and a half sister by her mom. And Dude, this girl's family just got huge. Exploded. Wow. Exploded. Yeah. So um, she's like, I need to know who my birth dad is. Do you have any information on my birth dad? Because there's no information in her records. And she gives her this name. And she reaches out to this person and he's like, Oh yeah. He's like, I, I, I remember Kay. Like there's, there's, you know, we had a relationship. It's possible that I could be your birth dad. And so they start quickly. Here's my DNA. They, well, they start quickly forming this relationship and meeting his children, thinking they're her half siblings. And they're like, we should probably just confirm this because they really, really started to like each other and have a connection. And so they both do. Oh, so this <coughs> isn't your dad. Just to be sure. Because they were, like, hitting it off. Yes. So, at this point, she... I don't remember exactly the timeline of it all, but she reaches back out to her birth mom and is like, this person is not my dad. Do you have any other information? And her mom becomes completely angry, very upset, um, tells her to stop asking, to leave her alone. She wants nothing to do with her or any of this at this point. Wow. So what she finds out is her mom is and has been uh, an alcoholic and um, has created this fantasy world that she lives in. And part of that fantasy world is that she had gotten pregnant by this man, had a daughter, had to give her up, but then went on to remarry and have other children and then remarry again and then remarry again and have another kid or whatever, right? So she has like this very like victim-based story fantasy that involves this other man, which is not true. So basically Heidi is shattering this fantasy and like basically coming in and like dropping this bomb that now people are like, wait a minute, I thought you said, so she becomes very, very angry and is like, leave me alone. So... But she now has a DNA test where she can take that DNA test and put it up on Ancestry and start to ping against other people who put their DNA tests up on Ancestry. Right. 
So she comes up with a hit on somebody in um, Seattle um, who we think is possibly in like my family somewhere and starts to direct her towards my dad's side of the family. And so she connects with one of my dad's cousins and she says, you know, I think you might be related. Would you be interested in finding out how? And he's like, sure. And so they start asking some questions and he's like, no, I've never lived in or been to or visited or vacationed in Colorado during this time. Right. But I have cousins who grew up in Colorado. You should reach out to them and see if they know anything. So she um, gets the name of my dad, who's also Jim, by the way, right? Jim Buck. Jim Buck. And my uncle, Jack. And so she um, gets on Facebook, can't really find anything on my uncle Jack, but finds my dad. And on his Facebook page, it says that he attended Mesa State College in, Gun- in um, Grand Junction, Colorado, which did, is where did she, she like, was work born. for the FBI? No, but she has worked for government agencies. <laughs> she, uh, but I feel like, you if know, anybody that... is suspecting their partner of cheating, reach out to Heidi. <laughs> but I think it just comes naturally because my ex-husband cheated on me and I found out more information than anybody in the FBI ever could. Like I became a master of like hacking into phones and computers and Facebook accounts and reading text exactly. messages like, and tracking phone like records. Working Facebook, yes. calling a down a scorned. phone tree. A woman scorned will find more information than the FBI. Ancestry.com. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's like in this. Yeah. But this has to take hours of and time. years, years, too, yeah, right? years, and years. Oh my gosh! So she, um, so it's right there, Mesa State College in in um, Grand Junction, Colorado. And so she's like, "Oh my god!" Like I think this might be my birth dad. So fast forward to her reaching out and like seeing my dad about doing this whole thing. Also, ancestry is not cheap. Like, the no, further you DNA, get... Oh, yeah. There's, like, like the more, subscriptions yeah, you have and, like, monthly fees. And if she's, like, and, sending... Like, those kits are, like, $99 They're each. on sale right now. Are they? They are. They're Shout on sale right now for, like, $59. Yeah. So if anybody wants to gift... Find their dad DNA for Christmas. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, ironically, though, my sister and I have gifted each other an Ancestry DNA kit for Christmas. Um, so we're going to do one. And then Heidi has actually gifted one to my mom. So we're all going to have really? our DNA up, DNA up on Ancestry and, like, see how far the spider web unravels. You know, <laughs> I, I've been uh, trying not to say this, but do you know who owns Ancestry.com? No. The LDS Church. Oh, good. Great. They save all of those files. That's cool. They can have it. And I'm not I just, I watched this um, <laughs> news story that was on KSL. Because they're based here in Utah. They're based here they in Salt Lake. Um, on KSL, it's like a news station here in Utah. I was hearing about this story all over the radio because now that I have Mike's car, I don't have my, my XM radio anymore. Right. So I've been like listening to like regular old city radio stations. And um, the hospitals here in Utah are saving babies DNA that are born here and they're selling it. What? To the LDS church. What? That's insane. It is Utah's crazy y'all. I don't even know what to say about that. In their future. They can have it. I'm not worried about the LDS. 
They're going to clone you or do something weird. I hope they do because I'm fucking amazing. They should. They need to have more tears running around this world anyways. So Maybe I should it. swap my mouth with right? Ancestry.com. Right? What Seriously. we just had a massive Star Wars army yes. of Tara and Emma clones. Yes, I love it. Imagine I love it. all of the crazy conversations. Oh my god. Days and days worth. That would so. be nuts. Crazy, right? So that was my peak. So Lindsay and I are going to Google Hangout with Heidi over Thanksgiving so that we can see her in person and chat with her for a little bit. And then we have totally talked about taking a trip out to D.C. to meet her in person. So I'll keep you guys posted. And if anybody listening has gone through this on either side, like share your story. Because this is like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But it's like, it's like dating. That's cool, though. Like, technology does have a purpose. It does. It does. So that's cool that you guys can do that. Because, like, clearly opposite ends of the country here. Yes. Yeah. So cool, right? Yeah. So that was the peak of my week. And uh, the craziest life bombshell I think I've ever gotten. Ever. Unless there's more. My eyes are so good. I know they are. I can feel like your air vent just like drying them out into prunes. Wow. Crazy, right? Very nuts though. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really cool if she turns out to be like a best friend. I know, right? Because my sister. There's so much potential there. Absolutely. Because my sister and I, Lindsay and I are super close. Like we're really close. Hashtag and girl gang. I know, right? <laughs> and so, like, before we wrap up, the funniest thing my sister said to me, though, because, like, I've hung my hat on, like, being, like, the big sister, like, my whole life. Yeah. And she texted me the other day. She's like, what up, middle sister? And I was like, all right, bitch. I'm going to need you to shut up. <laughs> like, that's not right. <laughs> you, you might be dethroned. You might have to share hand your hat. It, hand the crown over as an older sister. Yeah. So. Like this, it might overwhelm you. So I think we're gonna end the I think episode so. here. I think so. We'll just I'm let that boogie on your brain for a week, and then uh, we'll give you some updates after Thanksgiving on how the rest of it kind of plays out. We'll I'm, just keep you all updated. I'm dying to hear how your yeah. Google Hangout goes. Right, I know. This is a story. I, I'm gonna like follow you even more now. Right. I'm gonna be like your stalker, your you cyber creep. Yeah, right do here. it, do it. I love it. Crazy. <laughs> well, have a good holiday, everyone. Thanks. I think this is going to be going up around Thanksgiving, so. I think so. Crazy. Hope everyone has a great, safe holiday. Anybody who's traveling, be safe. safe.